good morning to you for Fellowship Day 247. If you're one of those beautifully few folks out there who are listening to more than the first few seconds of a single podcast, or maybe even scrolling through the podcast listing, you'll see that the days, the numbers start off with some regularity and then are, are sporadic, but the only point that matters is is that the number keeps going up. I'm recording this, but probably not putting it out around the time of the turn of the year. We're now at the start of 2022. This is the first couple of days back to the office for me after uh, an enjoyable Christmas break. Magical, the kids are getting to the age where at least the eldest, now three, um, has fully turned on the tap to Santa Claus and knows how to make the big man work, knows how to make sure she squeezes every possible toy out of being on the nice list rather than the naughty list. And our youngest, our son, who was around 10 months old at the festive season, you know, he's he's walking around, he's toddling, he's enjoying playing with the wrapping paper and the cardboard boxes more than the presents he's been given. But such is parenthood. That was the enjoyable part of Christmas. Uh, any other parent will know what comes next, which is it was probably about as relaxing as a constant boot between the legs periodically. But um, <laughs> that's, uh, that's just the energy one needs as a parent. Anyway, anyway, there we go. First massive digression of the year. Not what I meant to start with, not what I wanted to talk about, but this is going to remain largely unscripted. I have a prompt and consideration as always that we'll come to in a second. We'll keep doing that. Uh, that's what I want to keep reflecting on. There will, as always, be a written blog version of whatever I say here. There will on every podcast webpage, uh, dr-mark-read.com forward slash podcast. There will also be uh, the opportunity to fill out a Q&A form at the bottom of each and every podcast webpage so that if you send that question in, an audio recording of your question, I'll get that directly. No one else will see it first. It comes straight to me. Um, I'll listen to your question. We'll play it out live on a Q&A episode and I'll answer it as just as uh, freshly and unscripted as I do for the regular podcasts. I will answer to the best of my ability as genuinely as I can uh, and based on my experience, I'm all the while thankful that you've bothered your arse to be here to listen and to think that anything I have to say in response to your question is worthwhile. I'm very grateful in advance for that. Heading straight on into this episode I speak to you this morning looking at my phone, which has on it um, an old graphic that I made and posted on social media a little while back. And this is a graphic, which I'll explain in a second, but brings me to the theme on the power of process. When I speak about and jest about the, the, the sheer endurance test that is parenthood, I was thinking about this also on the way into work this morning. So back in 2017, that was the first time I started an independent academic post. And my wife, who works in a nearby hospital, she and I, that was the first time that we had ever been able to walk to work together. 
I had been moving around the country, building, uh, you know, moving up the the career ladder in academia. Um, she had come out of university, was hitting the ground running, and her new medical profession had moved out of uh, had moved out of the fitness sector before that. But twenty seventeen, that was the first time that she and I were able to go to work together, settle down. And it was just us walking to work. And that was the case for a full year and a half until late 2018 when our first daughter came along. And then it was uh, negotiating um, nursery, maternity leave, a tighter schedule. And then I fast forward to this morning, which at the time of this recording is early 2022. So we're about five years forward from those first hand-in-hand walks to work together and we've got the two kids we've got a dog we had to get up before six just to get everyone ready and out the door we dropped the dog off uh, to my wife's sister my sister-in-law who's helping looking after the dog during the day got my wife to work I had to about turn go back take one kid in one door to the infant side of the nursery take the other one round to the toddler side of the nursery and then uh, drag myself forward to the office feeling that like a burst ball who'd done eight hours of work already. Between 2017 and 2022, uh, I certainly have come to realise what busy really means. Uh, One good friend of mine who I think might be listening will realise that I love the phrase busy as a choice. And I didn't realise until having kids just how much bullshit I would utter when I said I was busy before. Um, I thought I was busy. I had no idea how much free time I actually had uh, and how much time I probably just wasted as well. Um, I hadn't fully grown up before I had kids. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if, if many guys ever do. You know, Speaking through the male voice here, I realise, not representing everyone, but Uh, such is my experience. But all of that realisation, those five years where things have just, the game has changed entirely for me in terms of, and and my wife in terms of schedule, in terms of how busy we really are, how much time we really have. That was an eye-opener, not just for daily life, but also for the process of getting projects done. Now, I could speak about numerous academic things here, but 2022 is also the year that I'm going to release this first book of mine, uh, You Are Not a Fraud, a scientist memoir on the imposter phenomenon, which I have now been writing for approximately the same period of time in which I've been speaking about here, five years. This graphic that I mentioned a little while back that I'm still looking at as I say all this to you was a graphic that I put together early on in the book writing process when it was really a a journal in the very beginning I wasn't even sure it was going to be a book but the process began with me experimenting with how much I could write each day firstly to get thoughts out of my head to journal and then as the idea of a book came into mind it was how often can I write how regularly can I write such that I can see word count and you know the draft of a document evolving and growing day by day That's what this graphic is. On the y-axis, I've got the number of words. And along the x-axis, I've got a particular date. 
So this graphic, which I'll post again on Instagram, I'll post it on Twitter and LinkedIn as well. It starts on uh, July 2016 in this version of the graph and it finishes on in the last month of 2018. And it goes up and down. It looks like a, a what do you call it? Uh, an ECG. Well, hey, almost like a, you know, when you see that uh, cardiogram of a heartbeat and the, the regular jumping up and down the jagged, the, the characteristic jaggedness of a periodic heartbeat, a regular heartbeat. And it looks like that in the beginning. There's uh, an ebb and a flow. There's a day where there's fewer words, then there's a day where I wrote loads, and then there's a day where I wrote fewer words, and then loads, and it continues and continues until you get to around uh, October 2016, where the number of days, the number of data points on this graph are far fewer. There was a large gap where uh, I just felt like I couldn't do it. I thought writing a book or just writing in general was pointless i felt like i didn't have time because i had a lot going on in my postdoc trying to apply for fellowships and move into my next job essentially so i could move back home and settle in glasgow but then around spring in 2017 i picked it up again i got some momentum kept writing that ecg came back there was a regular daily burst and then the next day would be fewer words and then more and then less and then more than less regular data points every day and then they became fewer and fewer and fewer and one more burst of data of writing daily on this graph right up until the end of 2018 and uh, on this graphic I've noted that that's when my first daughter was born and that's when I realized what busyness truly was so let me revise very briefly all of that because I realize yeah, at least parts of this will sound like a rabble. Uh, the five-year period in which children and the beautiful chaos of family life emerged overlaps with this period in time when I started writing. And the power of process and this theme and consideration for today's podcast is the process that I am now grateful for uh, I haven't tried. That is the process of trying to write daily and record how many words I wrote that day and then to graph it and to visualise it, to use that as a quantified diary of process and progress to keep going, to keep the word count increasing, to keep trying and look from the beginning of that graph to the end and see that from 2016 through 2018, I managed to amass somewhere in the region of 100,000 words, which the few years following that, with far less time in my hands, has been refining into chapters and doing research and interviews and genealogy, all to bring together what will be the uh, You Are Not A Fraud book in 2022. If I had not found that process, if I hadn't tried this experiment for two years, I wouldn't be here, uh, you know, tooting my own trumpet and singing my own praises about the fact that I've nearly got a book coming out that I'm genuinely excited to be releasing. But the point for you 
And the point in reflection for me, quite frankly, is the power of that process is the long-term gains that it's going to bring. Had I not found the process, there wouldn't be no book to speak about. Had I not found the process, I wouldn't have appreciated journaling in the way that I now do as a way of mind management and stress management. Had I not found that process, I wouldn't now be looking back on it to share with you. And had I not found that process, I wouldn't be truly, critically reflecting on how busy I used to think I was before now. So at the end of today's podcast, bringing us back to the power of process, I wonder for you, where is the process that you might need to set in motion now long-term gains that you can't even visualise? Is there a process in writing or just in some other way showing up every day that would allow you to lay the foundations of a bigger project that you currently think is too ambitious for your station? Where is the process that you could find power in for yourself? I hope you have a great day. Thanks once again for being here, and I'll see you again soon for yet another episode of the Read Indeed podcast. Take care. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head over to the website where not only will you find the written blog versions of these podcasts, you'll find my leadership blog series, the daily thought series, and information about my book on managing the imposter phenomenon. We also have even more free resources and webinars linked to the YouTube channel. So head on over to dr-mark-read.com. That's dr-mark with a c-reid.com. Thanks again for listening.